0: You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, I'm Lawrence Coletti, the producer for Legal Talk Network. Welcome to another edition of Special Reports. Today's show is being recorded on location during ABA's Law Practice Division fall meeting at the U.S. Grant Hotel in downtown San Diego, California. We're here to cover this event and its highlights for you, our listeners. Joining me now is Miss Leona frank she is from Carmel, Indiana, is what it says on the, uh, the guide here.
1: Indianapolis. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I'm going to botch that. So yeah, it's
1: <laughs> all right. Anyway,
0: Carmel, Indianapolis, and uh, she is the vice chair of the ABA's Women Rainmakers Board. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, before we get started, I just wanted to comment because I just noticed that uh, you're involved in the ABA and more uh, than your uh, role with the ABA Women's uh, Rainmakers Board. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, uh, let's see, you're looking for titles, which are are pretty boring, but my titles, uh, I'm the Secretary of the uh, ABA Law Practice Division, I am the Vice Chair of the Women Rainmakers Board, and I am the Chair of the Mid-Career Workshop. Uh, But outside of the LP Division, I also sit on the Perspectives Board, which is the Magazine for Women Attorneys, published by the Commission on Women in the Profession.
0: Wow, that sounds like a very busy schedule.
1: Uh, it sounds more important than what it really is, but we do great stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, it, no, we know we, we're learning that as we attended. We're talking with everybody. But uh, in addition to all this volunteer work you do with the ABA, um, you have a full-time occupation, and uh, I would like to hear a little bit about that for our listeners.
1: <laughs> well, let's see, I do a number of things. Uh, rather than being a lawyer, uh, practicing law is one thing that I do. Uh, and as far as inside of the profession, I'm a solo practitioner. And I deal with areas of predominantly of money, dirt, and debt. Uh, I also have money, (laughs) dirt, and debt. Uh, And then also uh, recently I started a new venture where I have a partner and we are professional strategists for professional athletes.
0: Oh, wow. Incredible. That's incredible. So um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you here, uh, you know, we've got the ABA Women Rainmakers Board and they sit under the umbrella of the Law Practice Division for the ABA. Correct. Can you explain the role of your group uh, with with the ABA Law Practice Division?
1: With the ABA, the Women Rainmakers was created uh, about 25 years ago. Actually, I think it's 26 years this year uh, by a very important woman named Marty Africa. Uh, And Marty was a member of the uh, division uh, way back when and still uh, is involved. And what she wanted was to create a place where women could really work on marketing and rainmaking. Uh, So the Women Rainmakers brand was created uh, and housed inside of the Law Practice Division. Uh, And it's really just kind of grown from there. And we do uh, various things um, underneath the four core areas of the Law Practice Division.
0: Now, what's the primary focus of the group? Your your primary focus is you, you want to bring it. Is it young uh, attorneys? Is it uh, mm-hmm. old? It's older attorneys, or what's what's the primary focus there?
1: Well, we don't really just um, we don't really turn anyone away, uh, and actually, we're not just women. We actually have had twenty different men that have sat on the board as well, uh, but we have a number of men that are involved. So. Uh, We want to make certain that we don't exclude anyone. So uh, to put that out there, as far as age, we've got everything from uh, the newer practicing attorneys, which typically are not sitting on our board, but they're definitely a part of our membership. Uh, On our board, we have the people that have done it. So we've got uh, a lot of women that uh, know how to originate business. They're partners inside of their firm, many of them managing partners. We also have a number of coaches um, that are teaching others of how to do what we do. So we've got a really good mix of different industries um, that actually sit on our board.
0: That's interesting. You have a lot of uh, male participants uh, in the in the organization there. We do, and, and um, so is there something unique? I mean, I, it, it's it's mm-hmm. interesting that, that there's a women rainmakers board. Is there something unique uh, for women yeah. attorneys out there uh, when it comes to being a rainmaker? Is there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, historically, um, we, we do we. We we originate business differently than men, uh, and we can get into that, you know, as a whole sidebar discussion. That's but, interesting. Yeah, That's interesting. <laughs> it, it started out, um, a, as you know, years ago. Our, our industry was predominantly male dominated, and in many cases, we still are inside in of leadership uh, capacities and so forth, in different law firms and government. Uh, I think the last study showed that women were making up about 17 percent, you know, of the equity partners inside of law firms, even though that it's been over a decade that we've had more than 50 percent of women graduating from law school. So rather than the good old boy network, uh, we weren't exactly trying to create a good old girl network, but we were taking it and, and applying more of a feminine approach um, yet in the same industry. So we found that, that we have commonalities just underneath the diversity and the inclusion umbrella, which you know really started hitting the scene, I want to say, probably in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, and now we talk about these things, of how to make certain that the, the legal practice is all-inclusive. Um, so focusing on the Women Rainmaker side, I think it was just taking a part of that component and, and catapulting it to a place where everyone could really benefit, both male and female.
0: Now you just touched on something very interesting. And so um, now, what is a feminine approach to the practice of law?
1: <laughs> well, I think to each woman that there's a different definition. Okay. Um, gosh, how long do we have on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> a feminine approach. Well, I'll tell you what, I can give you my opinion. Okay. How's that? Okay. My my opinion is, is you know, over the years, um, what I've seen is that uh, historically, the, the practice is filled with a lot of A types, A type personalities, uh, which means that we really uh, give a lot of kudos to our past and how we've always practiced. For example, attire, you know, has has come up, and there's been a number of cases over the years where you know women were required to wear skirts or you know, this is way long ago. Now these things still do happen, um, but for me. What it means uh, is that I can be a woman and I don't have to acclimate to a man's world. That I can actually do the exact same thing and that there's, there's no difference in the way that I practice law or my skills or how bright that I am because really that's what we do. You know, we are, we're creative problem solvers. However, our view and our perspective on the world changes of how we're going to problem solve. So in certain cases, you're going to find that women are going to be, in my opinion, in my view, sometimes more creative about how we might practice just because of the the experiences that we've had. Now, that being said, plenty of men are trailblazers as well, but we're looking at, you know, historically women were edged out. Women rainmakers really helped women edge in. And so the whole concept of the lean-in and, and, and all of this has really kind of taken hold. So uh, I think it's really just teaching each individual of how to come into their own. Rather than saying fit inside of a box, I think that my opinion is, is not fit inside of a box, is be who you are, and then the world will, will, will move around you.
0: You talked earlier a little bit about uh, some of the, uh, I guess, underrepresentation of women in leadership roles in law, mm-hmm. and how does uh, how does the Women Rainmakers uh, uh, gr- uh, group there address that issue? What what kind of functions or activities do you have to, to help women get over that hurdle?
1: You know, I don't know that uh, that's been so much of a a focus inside of Women Rainmakers now on the ABA side. Uh, inside of the big bar, you know, the commission on women in the profession, they really have the hard hitting numbers that come out uh, and they do the, the heavy research and we definitely serve as a backup or an affiliate to a number of the women's organizations in that. But uh, the women rainmakers, for example, have created something called local programming. And so it's taking the programming that we have and offering it in various cities. I think our next, we're doing it twice a year uh, and our next one coming up, uh, actually our last one just covered 40 cities. And we've actually gone international in, in Colorado. And so we've got, you know, the experts inside of the field creating these programs, sending it out to these host firms that actually find host facilitators and presenting this information for free. So rather, I, I guess if I could draw you a picture of what this looks like, rather than um, being at the top of the pyramid or at the top of the ladder, the, the concept is, is that I've got one hand going up the next rung of the ladder the other one pulling, going down and pulling someone else with me. So it's not the, just the concept of um, mentorship, but the whole concept of sponsorship, you know, that's really come in. And so uh, that's another thing that women rainmakers, uh, we have these uh, circles, networking circles uh, of women that meet, you uh, from around the country via phone, you know, once a month in many cases. And they get to discuss, you know, and and have assistance from other women doing the exact same thing at a different location. So like kinds attract like kinds. So I think that's just a couple of the things that we do besides the workshops.
0: So now I understand that uh, you guys are having a very special event here in San Diego as well. It's called the Biannual Women Rainmakers Mid-Career Workshop. Correct. And that starts tomorrow at noon. Starts
1: tomorrow at noon. You got it.
0: Now, uh, we did, since we talked uh, right before the show, it, it sounds like you have a pretty power packed lineup of uh, speakers and presenters.
1: Amazing lineup. We've got 24 speakers coming in from around the United States that are the experts of the experts. Amazing.
0: Who's some of your favorites on that list?
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Oh, I really put you on the spot with that question. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, I've got to say, um, our keynotes. Um, Our first keynote that's kicking off tomorrow is Paulette Brown, who is the ABA president-elect. She will also be the first woman of color to lead our wonderful organization. Uh, Then next in line after her is our very own, and I say our very own for the Law Practice Division, Linda Klein, uh, who will be giving our keynote on Saturday morning. And then we've got Paula Boggs. Which Paula Boggs uh, is known for so many things, but just to give, uh, and I don't think Paula would mind that I I said this, she's best known for her work with uh, Starbucks as the, she was once the general counsel of Starbucks, but she's doing all kinds of wonderful things, including working with her band. I mean, such a creative uh, force coming in. So these are women that have navigated their own course, and uh, they're going to talk to us about conforming no more, which is the theme of our conference. We also have a number of authors. We've got two different tracks uh, that are coming in. And the first um, we've got on each track, let's see, nine hours that will be presented. Uh, of those nine hours, we've got three speakers on each one of the tracks that will be presenting two different hours underneath the same theme, but there'll be different programs. And uh, really what it is is we're a workshop. So that means that you're not just sitting there and you're getting presented to. You're getting a hands-on approach. And we're not just telling you how to do it. We're going to teach you how to do it. Uh, And then you're going to... We we keep it small uh, for a workshop format. And uh, these women are amazing because they're not being paid to be here. Now, granted, we're, we've reimbursed expenses, but most of these speakers cost thousands and thousands of dollars to go to present to groups like us. So what they're really doing is is providing such a wonderful service um, to our profession. And, and that's probably near and dear close to my heart because really the true value of a gift is the ability to give without the expectation of return. And uh, all of these folks, women and men, because we do have a couple of male speakers, that's what they're doing for us. Um, it, obviously, I'm a little excited about this, and I could talk on and on, but <laughs> I'll let, let you uh, drive a little bit more of the force here. <laughs>
0: oh no it sounds like a, it sounds like a wonderful event. So I, I've got one more question for you. I know I've taken up uh, some of your time here, but sure. uh, one more question for you. Um, you know, about half of our, well, most of our audience is, a, is a, uh, happens to be attorneys, and so yeah. about half of those are women. Uh, from what I can tell from reading the metrics and things like that. Awesome. Um, And so uh, what would you like to tell them? I was looking for three very specific reasons why they should be involved with the AVA Women's Rainmakers. Uh, Board. with
1: you. Wow. That's great. Gosh.
0: I know. I put you on the spot again.
1: You sure did. Um, But let me see how I do here. I'm really good on the spot normally. The first reason is that like kinds attract like kinds. And uh, we've got a fantastic group of women that have been there and done that, and they come in here and they share their hope and their experience and all of the strength that they've ever learned inside of the practice, and they share it. And they don't just share it verbally, they share it from the heart. So there's reason number one. Reason number two is, is that you want to break out of the box that the legal profession has historically placed upon women that we need to act a certain way, look a certain way, think a certain way, come in here, let's all collaborate, and let's do something new. And uh, we can do that by changing one lawyer at a time, one mind at a time. Uh, The third one is, gosh, can it be selfish?
0: Sure, it can be selfish.
1: (laughs) Well, Okay, well, I'll speak directly to the women that are listening. I want to meet you. I want you to be a part of my life. I want you to know that you have a value inside of our profession. And I want you to help show me what the best that we can be together.
0: Sounds like uh, three great takeaways there. <laughs> Thanks. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of our time, but I, I definitely want to thank uh, Ms. Leona Franks for joining us today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Now, if our listeners wanted to get a hold of you, learn a little bit more about uh, your involvement or just participating in the ABA Women Rainmakers Board, how can they get in touch?
1: Well, I'll give them two great things. Uh, my direct email address is Leona, that's L-E-O-N-A, last name Frank, F-R-A-N-K, 103 at gmail.com, uh, or they can give me a call directly on my cell phone, 317-698-7101.
0: Right. Great. That sounds great. Well, this has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Until next time, thank you for listening.